Air, water, earth, fire. For hundreds of years, the four nations have lived in harmony. The Avatar, master of all four elements, has always been responsible for maintaining the peace. But Avatar Roku passed away 13 years ago, and now the four nations look to the air nomads to reveal the next Avatar. But the world is met in silence. Five young heroes stopped a secret Fire Nation invasion on their way to deliver the news of the Air Nomad genocide to Ba Sing Se. Now the world knows of the loss of the Air Nomads and both the Water Tribes and the Earth Kingdom prepare for all-out war. But as harmony is dissolved, our young heroes need to address the agitated spirits and bring peace back to the world. Previously on the Flying Bison Podcast... The crew explores the Enclave, only to find that the Siwang Tribes people's winter holiday is threatened. Later, the conversation between Ren and the launchers turns tense. And, unbeknownst to most, Osa and Rosic each separately depart on their own secret mission. Welcome to another episode of the Flying Bison Podcast. Today's episode is going to be a little different. We're not going to play Avatar Legends. Johnny is just going to read us a story. Yeah. What story do you guys want to hear? Ooh. Oh, wow. Ooh. Johnny, Johnny, stop. What's going on with that voice, my warn, friend? Warn, warn us first, Johnny. Dear God. I am <laughs> so ill. It's <laughs> very sad. Just we're very, we feel very bad. It's so, it is a bummer. But, also, but we can also make fun of it. No, Your voice no, sounds incredible. So you know, no, Johnny, you're the, yeah. you're, the, you're the illest. <laughs> yes, I'm I'm the illest. Um no, when I was younger I used to often wish that one day I would get sick and my voice would just stay that way after I got better. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Oh, that's that funny. A lot of sense. Has, hasn't happened yet. Yeah, if I could ever sound like that, I would want to sound like it all the time. Just Yeah. I think I would just record myself saying every word ever and that way and then I would just like use that to like create sentences for people you know what I mean and send it to them yeah yeah um I got some great news though it's not that Johnny is sick that's sad bad news um but the good news is we've had a bunch of patrons join which is awesome because we just had that fun holiday raffle um which uh, winners will be uh being announced soon uh that is because the holiday raffle is not over when we are recording this so uh, yeah, I, would, I would not know who to announce <laughs> as the winners um, just, that I, also thought, means I thought you meant that we guess. should have announced our final call this time but no we did that right correct Correct. That was last week. Yeah. Okay. Cool, cool. Yeah, that was last week. I see uh, what you're saying. Would, it would be over, but there would be no way for us to know who actually won because that's in the future. Um, but it also just, like, insert a blank, like, <laughs> like silence right here, and just have someone <laughs> very was, plainly state. And <laughs> and the winners are. <laughs> uh, but it you also means Shadi coming in after that. <laughs> Uh, it so also means, unfortunately, uh, that uh, we have some banter questions provided for us, which is fun. Um, Say unfortunately. 
If he said um, I did, and then I, fortunately. I said um, and then fortunately. Um, yeah. It did so, sound like unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, we <laughs> are know, grateful for your question. <laughs> we're just very grateful for your question. Thank you for your question. That's why we have it. We want we want you to ask a, a dumb question and have us debate some uh, some dumb questions. And with the risk of, of offending this person, this is a fun question. This is a this is a goofy question, and I love it. What is your favorite bridge? And in parentheses, it says walking, driving, musical. It's pretty good. It's, pretty it's good. What is your favorite bridge? So I'm just going to give this <laughs> my answer because I was just watching a video on it the other day. My favorite bridge is the Millennium Bridge in London. Oh, okay. And Do what tells. about them? Yeah, what's the Millennium Bridge? Because for years, it was a huge embarrassment to them because when they created this bridge, it, they made it, it in like a strange way where I can't, I'm not, I'm not a sciencey guy, you know, I'm just Danny Wicken and I'm happy to be here. So I'm gonna try to explain this to you, but they made it in a way where if there is a certain amount of pedestrians, well, I was a pedestrian bridge walking across it, that it would begin to wobble and it would just keep wobbling. And like the people notice this and they're like, oh no, bridges shouldn't wobble. And so it has this to do with this whole thing of like um like synchronization and like the way they were walking and it ended up being a huge embarrassment that they dumped like 25 million dollars on so or pounds also oh, rather it, it's not supposed to sway it's not no, like it's a not. rope bridge it's like a, ah, yeah because, okay. the, because when they installed the beams the support That's beams terrifying. on either side they installed them at 0.5 hertz or like second or whatever and that just so happens to be in like the rate at which human beings walk half the rate at which human beings walk so then they, the more people so they're, they're accidentally like multiplying the like frequency of the yeah. footfalls and it's actually yeah, as yeah, they yeah. continue so huh it, it's actually a crazy story so they were testing it out and they had like 150 of their workers walk on it and nothing happened it was fine but as soon as they got to like 165 people walking on it it would begin to wobble and wobble more so it's huh. very interesting yeah i'm not gonna lie when you first started describing that you made it sound like some big practical joke that the yeah builders <laughs> we're gonna the make a bridge yeah. pulling like and it's yeah, gonna scare those, everyone those dummies think they're walking on a stable bridge no i was watching science youtube videos uh does <laughs> hands across america count <laughs> definitely not no, that's not a bridge. No. Is that? It's sort of a bridge. Unless you're talking about the one that's in us. <laughs> yeah, are you talking about the one that's in us? Then yes. But otherwise, no. Yeah. Okay. Then, yeah, what bad. about... Uh, actually, I changed my answer. My favorite bridge is being a mixed ethnicity person and, and bridging two ethnicities. Nice. nice. Oh, so, I love that. Actually, my my favorite bridge is the bridge between all six of us, despite the distance at which that we're from each other. You know, we still have we still have this medium Aww. to, to love each other and share this story. And we're building bridges, and, and that's my favorite bridge. <laughs> also, the wobbly one. <laughs> also, the wobbly one. <laughs> Just saying. I like the Bifrost a lot. <laughs> oh, that's a good bridge. A good I think that's a bridge. really that's epic a good bridge. bridge. 
Yeah. yeah, but I I also really like the musical bridge in "Just Give Me a Reason" <laughs> by Pink, featuring <laughs> Nate Roos. Uh, I just think it's really tasteful. It's a good song, man. Really oh, st- tear ducts and rust. I'll fix it for us. We're really stretching what yeah, this person meant by bridge. bridge. <laughs> no, no, they intentionally no? left it open because they, they said, said in parentheses "walking, really? driving, musical, okay. etc." Okay. So, like. Any definition of bridge. I love it. I love it. Can I have two answers too? You, Nick, may have zero. One's a walking bridge and one's a driving bridge. <laughs> okay. All right. Quick. Okay. All right. Quick. Uh, the home bridge is one of my favorite bridges. It's a bridge in Milwaukee. Uh, it's actually kind of ugly, um, but it, it's very important. Anyways, it's actually my mm. favorite bridge because uh, in the 80s movie, um, uh, Blues, Brothers? Blues Brothers, they drive off of it oh, in a scene oh, and jump fun. it. The whole movie is supposed to take place in Chicago, but they actually did that jump in Milwaukee off of the unfinished home bridge. And they did actually drive like a hundred cars off of it just into the field like below. Um, and that's just my favorite fact about that bridge. It was while it was under construction, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. So it wasn't finished yet. And they were just shooting cars off of it for like an entire day. And to uh, this day, you can see the pile of 100 cars just there. <laughs> you probably could. I doubt they moved them. The stuntman's body is still inside. I didn't want to be the one to bring the more thought of it. Yeah, you said to leave it to Johnny. It was good. Uh, so, great, great transition. Morbidity. Uh, so, <laughs> oh, no. there was a Holiday Inn, right? That was supposed to be this big, fancy uh, meeting place for companies to throw like holiday parties and stuff. And they wanted this big, gaudy, beautiful footbridge going over the like main meeting dance hall area. So, and they wanted it to be like mostly glass, so you could like look down at the party goers and talk to them and stuff. The engineers for this bridge designed it well so that it could bear all the load. Uh, but in manufacturing, there was a specific part that was difficult to ship because it was a very, very, very long iron rod that. To make it easier to ship, they cut in half and installed improperly. <laughs> and uh, lo and behold, right after its opening, huge Christmas party at this Holiday Inn. The bridge uh, was f- way beyond what its original max carrying weight could have been. <laughs> and the whole thing went down over an entirely full room of people. Uh, oh it is gosh. one of the worst engineering disasters ever. You learn about it if you take any engineering courses. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, wow. Whoa. I have uh, I have two favorite bridges. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Pressure's we, on we Monroe. We can't Jeff, choose. Jeff and Bo. Oh, good. I like oh those answers. God. That's good. I like that. Yeah. Good. No, I could, Man, I, I, I do though have a more more legitimate answer. I just thought that was funny. Um, but because uh, they they mentioned music, my favorite musical bridge. It, it rides the line of a bridge and just being a solo, but the bridge of uh, Leonard Skinner's Freebird. Mm. That is stretching even the definition of bridge for sure. I mean, it's not stretching the definition, but it's, it falls outside of what people usually think of when they yeah, think of a musical of, as bridge. a bridge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. It, it falls well within the definition, but that's so interesting. That's technically bridge a bridge. Is a, huh? Bridge is a relative. Bridge is just a piece of music that is in contrast to the rest of the piece. I'm learning that bridge means nothing tonight. 
<laughs> bridge bridge can be whatever you want it to be. Nothing yeah, means anything. Nothing means pointless. Anything. Did you did you did you have two? Have or was night. that your two? That was technically three. So Monroe's gotta step it up. We're gonna need four from Monroe. Yeah. Four bridges. Mine's not quite as clever in any way, but um To Terabithia. Yo, that'd be cool. It's a good answer. <laughs> it is. It's great. I didn't even think of that. I was trying not to get emotional tonight. Let's not talk about I don't it. Know. Well, Nick, Nick well, opened Nick, the door. Yeah, he, yeah I'm sorry. He <laughs> I just um, I was told that story once. It has a name, but it's like the water bridge over in Germany. They they have like oh, boat yeah. I think that one's cool because there's you know there's boats that go on this bridge across it, and it's like there's another river underneath it. So I think it's really cool, and you can still walk it too. Um, it's not it's cool. you don't drive but you uh, sail I guess you can say can't Cruise walk on there. water they have sidewalks that's you like the crazy thing oh I'm looking at you can if you're German <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh that's cool Magdeburg that is really cool yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Magdeburg water bridge that's yeah, really German that's engineering really cool. that's They're impressive themselves to be hydrophobes mm-hmm. so oh my god never mind <laughs> Great. I love all those answers. You're all very creative people. Have you ever thought about doing an actual play podcast? No, I've I never considered it, but I let's give it a shot. Let's do it right now. Silly to do it. Like a waste right? of my time. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah, what are you doing? It's like not acting, but it's not improv. You're just like yeah, goofing just, around. Yeah, and playing um, a game. I don't, I don't play games. Friends and different <laughs> <in the> world. <laughs> um... <laughs> I am stalling because I think this is the first episode this season that I've been like genuinely nervous going into um, just because you all split up and like you're all planning to do like really big things while you're split up. Um, So and I wasn't prepared for half of them. So you could just do a TPK and make us start a new party. That's all together. I could. I could. We could. (laughs) I could do that. I won't. I won't because I'm really interested to see what happens. I'm interested. I, I want to know how these conversations go. Um, yeah, so you got to the Enclave and started walking around. Ren tried to solve another community problem. Uh, they've got like a, a, a winter's holiday and the like the main artifact that they they have for that holiday, the touch of winter was stolen. Uh, it is a piece of rock from when the Siwong rock originally uh, cropped up. What they believe it fell from the sky. So when it originally fell from the sky, they, their ancestors took a piece of the center of this rock, brought it back. And every year they travel back to the Siwong rock to attune it to the magnetic forces and then bring it back. It's a it's a holiday, uh, a family holiday. Everyone travels together, give gifts to each other. It's a very nice holiday. But the rock is missing. Now, you guys are like debating, like, do we help? We don't have time. Chase, we don't have time. I got to make some bombs. You make some bombs. Uh, and uh, uh, a conversation. That, that is uh, not a good suffering. <laughs> it's not. Well, I, we don't need to do everything. You know what I mean? Like, I know. But Che was supportive. But in the end, we made bombs. <laughs> yes. Che was supportive. In the yes. end, you made bombs. You still could go for the rock. Uh, we could use uh, the bombs. Jay, 
Yes. Uh, Ren and the launchers were making bombs, and a, uh, a verbal fight broke out kind of between Rosic and Shay. It was pretty tame, but you could tell that there was a lot of, of tension in it. Um, Rosic confronted him about not remembering. I think there was more tension between Ren and Shay's conversation. There was also a lot of tension in Ren and Shay's conversation as well, too. Um, there's just tension all around. Uh, Rosic uh, leaves, uh, fed up with uh, Shay kind of dodging the question of like why he can't remember, uh, didn't remember Rosic's mom's hairpin. Uh, Rosic leaves, goes to see Liko, and tells Liko that he's got to go do something and he'll be back real quickly. Rosic goes to the stables to try and get Chad only to find that Chad is missing already because Osa spoke to his childhood friend and air air bending companion Ketsun and asked him where he is. Wow. So Osa got on Chad and is on his way to the Southern air temple. Rosic then takes Rue, <laughs> flies towards Bossing Say, and I have no idea where to put the camera first. <laughs> we will, no, no, we'll actually put the camera on uh, Che and uh, Che had went up to Liko's door. Yes, yeah. that is where to start. <laughs> um, got it. Got around oh, yes, to it. There we yes. go. Yeah. I was going to say, it was yes. like the last, the last thing I ever. Dance for me, my monkeys. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Josh should GM anymore. I think it's like, not, <laughs> I think it's changing him. <laughs> no, it is not, unfortunately. I've always been like this. Uh, <laughs> He's just comfortable now. <laughs> <laughs> the the camera opens on uh, a door that is closed and the sound of knocking on it. And the door opens to reveal Liko, and then the camera pans around, and we see Che. And I think what you said was, I need to talk. Yeah. And I, that is where we will pick up. Would you like to come in? Yeah, if that's cool. Yeah, yep, that's fine. Just come in. I didn't need to sleep or anything. It's cool. I, I, I mean, I could. I can come back tomorrow. And just get inside. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm sorry. She like steps in, pauses for a second, kind of just like looks, looks, I'm assuming there's like a desk with a chair and kind of like starts to walk towards it and then just turns around and looks at you. So should I sit down? Should we sit down? We should probably I'm gonna sit on the bed. I'll sit on the, on the chair. Do I need to sit down? I'll sit down. I'll sit down. Okay. So All I, right. I sit down cool. on the bed. Yeah. <laughs> sit down in the chair. So and he'll immediately get up and he paces across the floor. I feel like things are getting a little out of hand with the group. I don't think when the mother of faces switched my face, uh, the memories she took were my memories of Rosic. My mouth drops. Okay. Um, I. How do you feel about that? Well, 
it was a little strange to um, wake up, finally have my face back. I can see again, see my best friends and, and, and Nico, you, you were there. Um, That's and yeah. And, uh, then, uh, the guy who, uh, I, I had seen so many pictures of and heard his name so many times and he's just there looking at me expectingly and my entire life he's been there looking at me inspectingly but everyone acts like this is normal so i'm just i I don't want to i know i forgot something so it has to be why he's here he must have been the person i forgot maybe i did something with him recently or or something and then it he he was here the entire time the whole time i i don't even know when he started on this journey i i and the worst part is I don't think it's fair to any of you because I don't, I don't think I'm the same anymore. Why do you feel that way? There are things that I look back and I know intrinsically that I didn't question them. I didn't think about them. I took action and it was the right action. But I look back now and I knew how I felt then, but I don't understand why. I didn't even think about ending now, Zhao. I didn't even, I didn't even question helping all of the people that we've helped. I, I, I've been trying to to you know push these things with Ren, but I I don't know why we would do them. I don't know why we did do them. It's like the right thing to do and, and I don't and I understand that, but or a good thing to do. I, I just I'm not the same person who made all of these memories. That sounds lonely. I don't want you to feel sorry for me. I just, I honestly, it feels the most unfair to you. I'm not the person that you care about. Okay. I won't say that I don't feel sorry for you, but I, I feel sorry that this is happening to you, if that counts. When you say that you're not the person that I care about, what do you, what do you mean exactly? I don't know. It's like the nature versus nurture thing, right? Like whatever Rosic was to me, whatever we were together, it made me different than I am without him. I'm just saying that I feel like a different person now. I, I remember everything about everyone else. I, Mm -hmm. you know, I remember us and, I remember, you know, sharing food with you during the festival and that was very nice. It was very good. And I also remember you holding me when uh, the, my, the thing took my face. I remember all of that. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't... It, feel seems, it feels... No, those things feel the same to me. I To this me, I don't feel like the same me is what I'm saying. But do you know who he is? 
at the very least. Naozo talked about him constantly. I was compared to him every single day of my life. He had constantly updating portraits of him drawn. You think that Doza dude was his family was placed there by accident and then he just happened to join Project Spark later in life? No, they were there watching Rosic his entire life. My dad knew the day he first firebent, and I learned about it too. The first form he completed under Dosa's tutelage, I heard about it because my dad heard about it. Do you know who he is to you? No. I mean, it's clear, we have clearly a close relationship. Uh, okay. I might be crossing a line here, but you came here for help or something in a way. Yeah. Okay, Jay. Um, I'm not really good at like keeping secrets or nothing like that unless it's really important. But I. Rosic's your brother. What did he. Do you know what he did? For me? When? I don't. I don't know. Um, I don't know. I don't know him. I don't know why. I can't see how I would see him differently than I do. Mm hmm. I. It depends. I've only known both of you the same time, and it's been maybe. Right. Maybe a year. So I don't know everything, but I know what I've seen through our time together, and I can tell you about that. Like the things that he's done for you or with you. But I feel like you kind of remember that anyway. So, you know, if I don't know. I know that yeah. anything that I tell you, you're already going to know that, like, he obviously cares about you. And, he, you know, he protected you all the time. You're always his number one priority. And I was kind of envious because I've never had that before. Like, I kind of had that with Ren, but then, like, Ren became a famous playwright and I don't have that anymore. <laughs> you're not, you're my okay. number one priority, just to be clear. Okay. Um... I try not to smile at that. That's nice to know. At least, yeah. That's but, why I wanted to tell you this. I don't I don't think I'm asking for help. If you have some, I'll take it. Oh, I okay, just sorry. think you should know. I just think you should know. Oh, well then, thanks for trusting me with it. I'm not really good at this. I'm learning how to communicate still, but like I, I thought you were yeah, asking for help. Cause I was very recently made aware that perhaps communication isn't always my forte. It's not a mind. Um, yeah. I feel like they could have told us earlier. But that's a communication. Problem. Oh, yeah. You know, that does kind of get in the way. So it's not just, uh, not just yeah. you and me here. <laughs> that's the pot and kettle thing happening. But, um, huh. so what are you going to do? I have no idea. I don't know what to do. I don't, I don't know if it'll hurt him. I don't know if I care if it'll hurt him. I care. I don't, I don't want to hurt him. I don't know. I don't want to hurt anyone else. 
I I kind of told Osa. I did tell Osa. He was going through something similar. Have you seen him? No. <sighs> but did he what did he tell you? If it's okay to share with me. Well, not about him, but about you. It's, you know, you don't have to tell me his stuff. Oh, what his input on my thing was? Yeah, yeah. Oh, he had no idea either. <laughs> okay, so... Well... I... I don't see anything wrong with waiting and figuring out how you feel about it later. You don't have to tell anyone else. You could tell everyone else. I don't think there's a right or wrong answer to this or how to deal with it because I don't think this happens to everyone so yeah I feel like that's a norm for us though crazy things yeah definitely do you remember what you used to look like yes yes I realize how much I look like now so not jazzed about it um <laughs> I just kind of wondered if, like, you knew about that. This must be weird. Yep. <laughs> it is startling, mm -hmm. to say the least. And then Every morning, you know, I wake up and I look at myself and I see my father look at me. Well, not to be weird, but I do look at your eyes a lot and I see you in there. So nice. I can see you there. Maybe there's still you inside you somewhere, too. Maybe. Oh, the same me that was the me that did all the things that the me now doesn't understand why the me then did those things. Mm-hmm. Yes. I think it's a perfect time for a guide and comfort. Okay. I got a three. So just to be clear, I don't have to like react a certain way because of this role, right? No, it just doesn't have no, any no, mechanical just, benefit. And do you get a move? Can, and I get to make a move, yes. Che, these words land on you. That despite looking like your father, Liko still sees you. Sees something of Che in you. And there's just something about those words that fall flat because you've spent this entire conversation saying, I don't even know who I am anymore. And so I would like for you to shift towards tradition. Justin. <laughs> yeah. So I, I appreciate that. Um, and he'll like, He'll look away from you and kind of look down. Um, yeah, it certainly does make the mornings any either easier for sure. Just looking at yeah. Now, so. I didn't say it so that way you would, you know, it would fix everything. Just uh, I'm learning too, so I just thought maybe it doesn't help today, but maybe it'll help tomorrow or something. But, you know, however you feel is okay. So if you don't feel like who you used to be, it's still okay. 
And I don't think you're being unfair to us about that either, because I mean, regardless, you're still a person, and you might be a different Che, but you're still Che. Like, and I know that sounds okay. Let me try that again. Communication. Yeah. You're round two. You're a new Che, but it doesn't matter if you're old Che or new Che. I'm still here. I don't think you can do anything worse than I've already done. So, you know, I can't promise you about everyone else, but I think uh, I can promise you this one. So this is the new Che. Fine, bring it on. It's cool. Thanks. Um, I'll let you I'll let you go to bed. Sorry. Get you <laughs> up. Also, I left uh, ran in a room full of live bombs, so I should probably make sure yeah. that's okay. fine. We just cut to like Ren, <laughs> and he's sitting at a table, and on the on the table is a bomb that has a wick that's slowly going down. Wait, it's lit. Oh yeah, <laughs> and it's oh slowly God. going down. <laughs> Trying to put it out as fast as I can. Like I didn't even mean to. Uh, no, <laughs> it's not doing it, and it hits the bottom, and then it just fizzles out. <sighs> Jay. <laughs> I think I, I think I hear him calling for me. Mm-hmm. If I die, I'm sorry that I was so hard on you. <laughs> Ren's just sitting there trembling, holding the bomb. <laughs> I don't know. I guess if we're working on our communication skills, um, Jay clearly begins to say something multiple times, and no words come out. Sorry about your arm. And then we'll close the door and just leave. <laughs> It's a big step for Che, though. It's a big step big for step. Che. It's a huge don't, step. Don't you give him that. Don't you give him that. <laughs> I, think, I think I think something, I think piggybacking off of Monroe's answer to Che, something we can all take from that conversation is Che was, Che now, and Che later. Che shall ever be. <laughs> all right. Um, che goes back into the room with Ren and... The camera like kind of comes to the side and we see the reflection of Che in the mirror in this room. And then that reflection that looks almost identical to Naozao kind of melds into the face of Rosic flying on Rue towards Ba Sing Se. So you see Rosic just riding on Rue um, off into the night in the direction of Ba Sing Se. And we see him sort of looking down, doing something. And as we zoom in, we see him holding um, the the hat that he had gotten, the PP hat for Pinchy Prawns. <laughs> we see him sort of unsewing the uh, letters sewn in there and just throwing the string off of Rue. It's a very serious moment for him. But... <laughs> means a lot to him. It means a lot to him. Where is Rosa going first? Um, Rosic will direct Rue to stop at the outer ring and um, he sort of has Rue land. Oh, well, when does he, is it still night when he gets back to Bossing Say? Um, I don't he's know sort of, how long it takes to fly, but sure, why not? All right, cool. Maybe it's the next night. Who knows? Um, yeah, he, he sort of has Rue land in this dark alley. Um, and it's just off 
of like the I guess street that his childhood home is on and he gets off of Rue um, wearing the hat the now beefy list hat and he uh, gets off of Rue and walks up to the house that he grew up in and knocks on the door and but a few moments later the door opens and Sonifen goes, Oh, a Rosic. Uh I I didn't expect you to be back here. Good good to see you. How are you? <gasps> come in, come in. Okay. Um and Rosic steps in. Um, how are you doing? Well, I'm um I'm good. I'm good. I'm recovering, I think, still from what happened. Where is it just you? Where are your friends? Where's Che? Oh, it's it's just me. Um, they're fine. Che and Che and my friends are are fine. Mm. Um, Rosic, I, I I'm your mother. What's what's going on? You seem distraught. I just I don't know. I we were on this super crazy mission, you know. For the greater good of the entire world but i just i couldn't help these things that are in my mind and questions that i had and just things that i need to get off my chest and you know i just i wanted to talk to you about some things i'm sorry to surprise you like this um no no um no not surprising at all um i just made some tea um and some uh, shortbread cookies. Uh, come in, please. Sit. We'll, we'll, we'll talk. Rose like walks in, and he walks up to the table and sort of starts like fiddling around with one of the teacups laid out. Yeah. But without sitting down, and without even taking his eyes off of the teacup, Rose just goes, "Mom, who? Who is my father?" And the tray that she is carrying, you hear, drop to the floor. <laughs> oh, that is the question you have. Okay. And she sort of looks at you and looks down at the floor, embarrassed. Let's just sit. Come to the living room. You know, Rose, like goes to the living room and sits down i don't even know how uh, to begin your father your dad i should back up <laughs> you <laughs> i when i was a young girl was given a scholarship to be an ambassador for the earth kingdom in the fire nation i was given the opportunity to study and work with the royal fire nation family at their palace they would teach me about fire nation culture and i would be a voice for earthbenders back home and i was a teen i didn't do anything it was fluff it was show it was politics but i was young 
and I fell in love. His name was Akoro, and he was Fire Nation royalty, not in line. <laughs> um, I know what you're thinking, but still, he was a direct descendant of Fire Lord Zoryu, who I don't know how much you know about your uh, culture's history, but was in many regards the first Fire Lord, because starting with him, all of the clans started losing power. And your father, I can't remember who exactly, how he's related, but Rosic, your father was royalty. And it could have never been between the two of us. He, he had responsibilities and an image to maintain, and I was just for lack of better word, a servant. And Akoro would not let it go. And so when I, my time at the palace was up, we fled. And for the next few years, I was some of the happiest I have ever been with him. And at some point, Akoro changed. And I, I've spent years trying to work through all that happened during that time. Two amazing things happened. I found out I was pregnant with you. And Nalzal saved me from a terrible man. Why, Mom? After all these years, have you not told me? I did not want the Fire Lord to come for me, or you, or Che. And so the only thing I could do was keep you in the dark. Um, she can sort of see Rose like wrestling with that answer. He, he definitely seems still not satisfied by it. And he, he, there are, there are tears running down his cheek, but you can see this like, like singe of almost anger as well. I don't, I just can't keep all the lies, mom. I don't know. I, you barely talked about now is out and now this i think i need to find him i think i need to find akoro no no Abs absolutely not rosic if you do that you will put a target on your back and i i can't I can't lose the sun again through that again no I no as she sort of like begins weeping Rosic will stand up and walk towards her 
and he puts a hand on her head and sort of starts like rubbing slightly and he um takes something out of his pocket he takes the hairpin out of his pocket mom the things that i've done like this past year what i what i've been through i'm i'm not your little boy anymore mom and i need to decide these things for myself like i decided to go and rescue che your son myself mom i did that i got your son out of that while you were here and he hands her the hairpin and he just begins walking out and before he gets to the door he goes you know something happened recently um something happened to che and he was broken and the only way we could fix him was to exchange a memory of someone and i kept juggling back and forth between having him forget you or now so but the pain that you caused him mom i still keep wishing that he forgot you and then rose like walks out sanfen clutching the hairpin that you put in her hand i like to picture too that like as you backed away your hands like brushed past and caressed the burn that you gave her on the mm-hmm. face and she just holds the pin and just falls to her knees and just begins weeping and then rosak will leave he'll get on rue and then we just sort of cut to a scene of rosak speeding through the air on rue straight to the palace in the middle ring of blasting say let's cut okay from <sighs> there uh the scene kind of cuts from from rosak flying on rue to another flying creature and person as we see osa on top of chad and again let's please don't ask me what time of day it is <laughs> don't ask me how long it takes to get to the southern air temple from the seawalk desert because i don't know the answer <laughs> hey, hey hey you don't have to say that time is important in this narrative right now. We're good. time means nothing <laughs> at some point osa uh has landed at the southern air temple and i think we yeah. described it last time it hasn't been cleaned up so there's just no wreckage and bodies yeah everywhere it's uh probably a little bit more of a grim sight than we get to see in last airbender because it's only been a year it's yeah yeah i haven't even thought about that mm-hmm. no um when when osa lands and he gets off of chad he uh he steps down and on the way here he'd been making he he was pushing chad hard um but he stopped a couple of times and didn't even sleep in in the true sense on the way here he was like meditating and just stealing himself for this moment the whole way and so now he gets off of chad and he steps down and i uh, he doesn't look around he's intentionally trying not to see 
what's here. Um, but he he knows uh, what both Ketsun and Kavo feel like on a spiritual level. He's pretty well attuned to the both of them. And so he's just kind of following that sense to find Ketsun. Um, I, I would like a role. Sure. Still. Um, absolutely. I, I think in this case, we'll go with rely on your skills and training. Okay. Six. Yeah. We won't go too much into describing it, but I'd be remiss if I did let myself have a little bit. Sure. Uh, because you are following this trail and you realize pretty quickly that it is leading you to the room that you and Ketsun and Aaron took your final airbending mastery test but that takes you right past the balcony that you had your final conversation with monk Pasang. And as you are walking past that balcony and that window, you see hanging off of the ledge, surrounded by Fire Nation soldiers as well, the body of monk Pasang. Seeing that, the, the strength goes out of Osa's legs. He just falls to his knees. And just... Now he's, he's on, his, on his knees, and he kind of leans forward, and his palms are on the ground. And the reason he's here doesn't matter as much for a moment, and he just allows himself to, to weep. And I would like for you to mark guilty. Absolutely. After some time, I get up and compose myself and keep making my way towards the, the chamber where we had our test. And eventually you do. You turn the corner and you see this this room. It's um, towards the top of all of the spires and pillars that are hidden all around the Southern Air Temple. And sitting cross-legged in the middle of the room with the sleeves of his airbending robe torn off is Ketsun. His eyes are closed and he's just meditating. I, uh, I step into the room, not uh, trying to conceal my presence in any way, uh, but there's a certain respect that you give to people when they're meditating. And so I'm being quiet in a respectful way but not in, not in a sneaky way and i'll just sit down across from him and put my hands on my knees and wait pretty quickly after you sit down ketsun's eyes open oh hey also didn't think you'd make it uh this quickly yeah i um i thought it would be important to see you and i didn't want you to move on before i could talk to you all right, well, I'm here. Let's uh, talk. You know, I just kind of look around and now I'm taking more of the temple in than I had allowed myself to before. Do you remember 
when Aang got his mastery tattoos. I was I was so jealous. And then and then Kempo and Fong, and then Lee, and then Pasha, but but never us. I'm sorry things went the way they did. We each chose our path. You chose yours, and I chose mine. Yeah. Do you remember when Monk Gyatso used to always say that you were lazy and I was greedy, and those were the things that were going to stop us from being masters? Honestly, Osa, I tried to forget about my time here. I don't know how you could. I don't forget about you. You were my best friend, Katsun. No, it, none of that matters. It, it doesn't. Are you working with Iron? Oh yeah, absolutely. I, this, this might sound crazy. And I honestly probably shouldn't even tell you this because I'm assuming that you're still with Kavlo. But I, I think, I think that someday I'm supposed to take Kawashu's place. And I don't understand why, but I think part of the process there is for me to protect Iron. And so I need to know where he is. I want you to plead with Ketsu. Ooh, snake eyes. Oh, man, guys. He's misses tonight. <laughs> Ketsune starts to talk. He's like, oh, well, oh, wait. You almost got me. You almost got me to reveal his plans. Well, that was really smart of you, Osa. No. No, it's it's not you who's going to take Uwashu's place. But I think I'll just let you find that out on your own. Osa just makes eye contact with Ketsun for a while. He just holds it. And then he says, Do you know what happened to Aaron? Did she make it out? Yeah, I maybe. You think so? Last I heard from her, she was a teacher in the Earth Kingdom somewhere. Good. Don't worry about telling Iron that we talked. I'll tell him myself. And I stand and I turn to leave. Alright. See you later. On my way out the door, I stop. And I turn back. And I say, If you try to stop me, Katsun, if, if you get in the way of me doing what I need to, just... Just know that I still love you in spite of what I'm going to do to you. And then I turn and keep walking. And as you turn, you he goes just back to meditating. Woo! Oh. oh my heart. Oh. oh my god. I need a defibrillator. Uh, hey, Babu. Uh, let's go steal a picnic hey. biscuit. Hey, uh, Babu. <laughs> let's go kill a bunch of people. Yeah. Uh, Yogi. <laughs> I don't know, Yogi. <laughs> so funny. Um, no, this time I, I go out and on my way, I'm going to take um, Monk Pisang's body and 
to take the time to to bury it and I, I wish that I could give everyone that much but I can't and yeah I um I get on Chad and <laughs> I I push him even harder to get yeah. back yeah I uh I don't make any stops unless it seems like he's gonna fall out of the sky yeah and I will I would say you can make it back fine because I don't really feel like following that story thread of him falling through the sky um i i would guess unless you feel otherwise justin based on where the sulong desert is in relation to the southern air temple and what i imagine chad's speed is based on what you've described like i'm thinking it took me like three or four days to get to the air temple but i'll probably like i'm imagining i could get back to the um village like halfway through the second day of flying because you're going Since on I'm not stop elevations lower so you're going you're, you're sure yeah yeah no that's just the curvature of the earth Danny. It's not you're, yeah you're going <laughs> down with the curvature of the earth so your intent is to <laughs> miss the dust bowl race yes i mean i think i would by default okay so yeah okay that is a okay. hefty distance that is, that is a hefty distance it's much further than bossing say to the sea desert oh, for yeah. sure um it's, I mean, it's most of the journey, uh, all of last season, as opposed to that very short journey yeah. from the desert to. Um, okay, good to know. Uh, let's then, with that being the case, let's cut to like the next day in the Enclave. Um, so the three of you wake up, Osa and Rosak are gone. Where the heck is everybody? Did they say anything before they left? Liko? Nothing? No. No. I mean, like, Osa Hmm. was talking pretty gloom and doom and gloom a couple of days ago. Oh, wait, was that yesterday? I don't know. I haven't seen Osa in a while, so I don't don't know either. That's not good. Why wouldn't they say anything? Well, wait, they can't even leave without an Earthbender or the oh. twins' names again. Oh, you're right. Wait a minute. Hin and Melor? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So wait, Osa and Rosa and Aliku just runs over to the stables. <laughs> <laughs> Where's your, where are you? Liko, uh, you they, get to the took, stables and both Rue and Chad are missing <laughs> as well. <laughs> Seems like we need a a no borrowing root policy in place. Yeah, Ren, I'm going to be frank with you. Um, We shouldn't be here when she gets back. So let's go to the twins' house. Okay. Ren looks betwixt. What? (laughs) Wait, that's not even the right word. Befuddled. (laughs) What do you mean? What's, what's, what's wrong? <clears throat> you okay. want to be here uh, when she gets back from Rue well, missing? Well, because Rue's gonna well, be gone. I think we Jay, should put. The problem is that other people are missing. So if we're missing too, oh, you're right. That would be kind of insensitive in the current context of the situation. I don't know if she wants to be alone. I just come. I just come back stomping. <laughs> Maybe right. you should stay, <clears throat> and I'll step out. That's not what I was saying. <laughs> 
you begin to hear the stomping of footprints <laughs> oh, walking man. down the hallway. All right. All right. All right. Just act normal. Yep. Right. I was just trying to throw you under the bus, Jay. <laughs> I know. I realize. <laughs> yeah. Well, guess what? Yes. Ruse gone. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. My dragon, my friend, my best friend, everything I've gone through, she's gone. Someone took her. And it was one of the guys. It was one of them. I am not happy. We will fix this. What? Red looks at Che. Che has an idea. I do not. I do not have an idea. I am not claiming that. Oh, it seemed like uh, you had I'm an idea. sure they just went out for like, you know, I don't know, more cactus juice. I don't know. Uh, che, che was saying that Hin and Mel or, or somebody would have to help them get out because you need an Earth Bender to get what out. Saying. So that is something we could check. Maybe they know where they lead. went. But realistically, if if the giant creatures aren't here, they're, they're, they got out somehow, and kind of doubt that the twins know where they went. But I'm not even ask. It's fine. Why do they need both? Did they go separate places? They're both gone. But particularly Rue. Yeah. Rue is gone. Oh, can I mark a condition? Like, I feel guilty sure. because I know yeah. exactly where Rose is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because... I like that. And I can't say it right now, but I'm pissed. Oh, and I would say angry, but I just bit one for now. That's yeah, fair. I'm oh, upset. man. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't need to. You're good. Uh, do that. You got any other ideas? Even if they Me? can't tell us much. Yeah. I mean, besides Henry yeah, Mellor, so. do we think there's any other choice? What, what difference would it make? Yeah. We find out that where they go or where they've gone, they're still gone. So what can we do now? No way to follow because they took both. You're right. And if they wanted us to know something, they would have left a message, right? Well. That's what I do. style. That's oh. what you do, right? Yeah. It's not Osa style. I'm really sorry, Liko. Yeah. Well, okay. So what's, what's the priority right now here? It's the race, right? I guess we assume that they're going to come back soon. So we just keep going with the yeah, race. I say that. Just help. I can go and help. The twins. I'll help you too, because there's nothing else I could do except for be upset that my dragon is missing. We can we can soup up their glider or something. What does that mean to you, real quick? What do you think that would entail? I don't know. I'm picturing technologies that no one understands and are potentially threatening because of the mystery element. That's actually pretty good. Really? Yeah. Oh. Ren writes down some notes. They are going to come back, right? right? Yeah, they'll, they'll definitely be back, right? And Che, like, nudges. Uh, Unless they get captured. Violently. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, they would certainly try to. They're our friends. They're going to get... They're capable... You know, warriors. We defeated Project Spark together. Uh-huh. Yeah. Together. 
bunch of daily members. Yeah. But I mean, we each like everybody took on some fights. Well, I mean, Osa was there for he took down General Shi. That's a whole Fire Nation general. I am now realizing the implications of bringing up his first death. I apologize. Let's just go. Communication, Jay. <laughs> Ren's eyes go back and forth between Che and Lika. Huh. <laughs> All right, where is uh, where are you headed? Hin and Mellor, either way. Okay. More to help than to be helped. You uh, <laughs> you get there, and uh, the door is unlocked. You Yo. walk in. Oh, uh, hi. Just get right. Welcome. Hey. We're ready. Okay. Yeah. We're just, uh, it's right out here. And they, they take you back to the back of their house. There's like a garage and they like pull up this tarp and there's the broken sand sailor under it. All right. Uh, as you can see, we've got quite a bit of work to do. Right. I had a couple of questions. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, so what is the main form of propulsion on this thing? Oh, uh, um, earthbending, sand, wind, if you get going fast enough. So you earthbend sand to produce wind, and then the sail well, we're takes like, you off? It's like, and uh, Melhor uh, points to, there's like um, skis, essentially, on the bottom of these. Uh, these glide along the sand, so Mellor and I are uh, moving the sand along to get this thing going faster. It's and if they can catch a wind, like, they catch it. Yeah, it just the wind helps it go even a little bit faster with the sails. Um, I mean, that's how most most sand sailors. Some of the sand sailors are gnarly. Most of them work like this. Okay. Second question. This isn't a question. This is a statement. I made several explosives uh, for whatever we need them for during the race. I was told that there are no rules. Um, how do you guys feel about that? I just thought I should ask since this is your, you know, representing you guys here. What can you do with these explosives? Yeah, I, I mean, we could do, I have a couple of ideas. Um, Depending on how uh, cool you get, I know some people are adverse to physical altercation. So I thought I'd take into account your your feelings on that. So you know, I could easily blow up the other the other sand sailors. Is what I'm saying. I could really. I'm, and him goes. I'm kind of more just worried that we'll accidentally explode. That seems. Maybe dangerous. I carry bombs all the time. This is, this is normal. He is excellent. Okay. That's not how I lost all this, right. by the way. What's up, Ron? I we uh, I didn't want to ask. It seemed really bomb. rude to. It's not to... Okay, so good. So casual. Oh wow! And we've really made progress. Learning to get over it. I'm just smiling at at them both of them are like uh all right and miller goes i'm deeply uncomfortable right now this is um <laughs> yeah 
Um, we should probably anyways, just focus on uh, on. We don't have sailor. to use them as weapons. Uh, I okay. have another idea, but you might be more worried that it'll blow up our sailor. Okay, the bombs are fine. Then. Let's stick with the bombs. Oh. Okay. Well, I have some other ideas. Whatever the <laughs> least chance of us exploding is, let's go with that one. Okay, I'll just hold on to the bombs. Um, so, and Che will start drawing out, like, improvements. He will specifically draw out um, what are essentially, like, jets, like jet paths. Yeah. Uh, they are completely empty. Uh, and they <clears throat> sort of cone inwards, uh, funnel to one point, like a very, very small point. Uh, two points right next to each other. Uh, where you know you, you might, a firebender might put his hands, yeah, um, and you know stuff like that. Just tiny improvements. Ren just I starts working on repairing that. what is there and what seems obvious, yeah. like the left ski. <laughs> let's let's do this. Let's have Che roll to rely on his skills and training, and depending on how he rolls, um, Liko and Ren can help. Um, 10. Nice. A 10 plus. There is a uh, montage of, you know, the rest of you guys fixing it up. And eventually you stand back and there is this sand sailor that is completely fixed now. It's got these cones for fire jets on the back of it. And the five of you are just standing looking at it. Can I, can I describe some of the changes from a normal Please. Show? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so instead of like doing all of the work to, you know, let's just say one of the, the, the slaves or um, skis was more damaged than the other. Che argued that, you know, you have, you have canoes that have uh, stabilizers that are you just have one stabilizer and one like essentially runner right which is the canoe itself so he made the argument because he's used to water but he made the argument that one ski would be better and then they should just have a stabilizer off to the side um which would probably have made it easier to fix and probably would make it faster and easier to maneuver so uh he's going to suggest that he's going to do the the jet sort of funnel things um i think that's about it for now Oh, he's also going to attach a uh, stone to any of the, um, well, this might've already been a thing. I don't know how the sandbenders design their stuff, but anything that you would be using to like hoist or shift any of the sails, um, drop anchor like, or anything like that. Like counterweights. Yeah, it's all, all going to be counterweighted with stone yeah, yeah, so yeah. that he can manipulate those as well. Cool. Can Ren have requested one addition, Jay? Please. please. Absolutely. I would like a long shoot through which to fire high-powered darts by jumping on a bellows. Uh, you could have that. I think, I think we're Ren's only not going to be on the sand yeah. though. Oh, I you're right. Who's entered? I forget. Sorry, sorry. It's me and Rosic. Okay. Unless Rosic no-shows. But Che likes that idea, and um, he creates a bellows-type system 
that would blow air uh but it uh it is made out of stone so that he can bend it and it's just a backup so that he can give them a speed boost it go it'll if just blow out to. into the sails there's yeah. your there's your nas fair enough there's yeah. the nas uh Okay, if, uh, for any viewers listening, yes, technically the physics aren't there for that, but it's fun. So it's very right. fun. Don't worry about it's, it. It is. <laughs> Look, we, we're wind. playing in a world <laughs> where people sh- control the elements. I think physics can be put aside momentarily for something cool. It's just small. Right? All the other stuff made sense. Just a little Sorry. boost. That's right. <laughs> yeah. um, Liko, do you want to add anything to this sand sailor? Nope. Just thinking about my dragon. I was like, absolutely no help. I'm just, I'm just watching, like yeah. zoned out, just thinking about Rue. Jay, throughout the experience, thoughts and prayers, Rue will be missed. <laughs> Jay, throughout the experience, like occasionally, is like, hey, you wanna, and just like trails off <laughs> as we and look then at just kind of walks away. <laughs> Can you help me with this net? Hmm. Never mind. <laughs> Once it is completed, the five of you are looking at it, and Mellor goes, "Wow, nice, nice job." That uh, okay. Well, uh, I guess we should take this down to the track. It's not. Uh, we have all day tomorrow, um, but we could take it down to the track, get it, get it set up. We can show you the track too. Yeah, uh, that would be great. Okay. I just really hope. Rosic shows because we only got we, we have to switch somebody out. Oh yeah, he l- left in the middle of the night. Hin says, "I don't." Have we not talked about this in this entire period of time? I, I, we were waiting for the three of you to bring it up. Honestly, it seemed kind of weird oh. that you didn't. But we figured you guys didn't know where he went. We don't. We don't know where he went. Yep. Yeah. Then that's all you would have to tell us. Yep. The other one went to the Southern Air Temple. That's what he said. Oh. But oh, that's helpful. That's well, also super far. That is so far away, right? It is kind of far. Yeah, I don't think Osa's going to make it back in time. No. Which one left first? And they both look at each other. Osa, because I, I took him uh, out. We were just getting ready for bed. And I think Hin, Hin took Rosic out. Oh, okay. So that means that Osa took Chad. Yep. And Rosic took. Yes. Rosic took Rue. Yep. Huh? Yep. The dragon. Who right? took Rue? Rosic. Rosic. He's the only one stupid enough to do it. Yeah, it's exactly who I thought it would take him. Yeah. Rosic. Wasn't super smart. Oh, you guys finished the thing. Looks nice. Good job. Yeah, we we did. Good job. Oh, thanks. Yeah, nice. Thanks. Was uh, did you see my dragon? Was she sad or angry? Maybe. No, she seemed fine. She was totally fine just leaving. <sighs> they they may not know Rue's very complex range of emotions. She didn't care that she left me. She just left. She just left. She, she might. She might. She might have been mad. I'm sure, she cared. She, she didn't. She didn't. Maybe. She didn't even say bye. She just left. Hey, maybe she just thought Rosic would hurt himself by himself, 
so she went with him, you know, take care of him. Or maybe like a lot of us, Rosic just came and asked her something and he looked, you know, the way he looks when he's really desperate and sad and like needs something. And nope. she she just gave in and... No, you guys, you don't understand. We, you know, like all of us do. We've never really been apart like this. Not without saying goodbye. I'm just saying, like, it's just... Yeah. I just miss her. I'm sure she misses yeah. you too. Maybe she's just sure you're going to be okay. You're with us? Yeah. I, mm -hmm. That's I'd right. like to do a little presentation of Ren. <laughs> Yes. Hi. I am with you guys. That's true. Okay. Well, let's win this race then. Yeah, one of you is going to probably have to compete if Rosix doesn't show up in like the next eight hours. So. I. Prepare for that. I would be willing to do it since I'm the only one that other than I, you know, can bend, but. Yeah, you. yeah, that's fine. It's probably for the best. Well, actually, it, it's kind of a, a like it. It could go either way with you guys because the enhancement that I added installed is for fire bending. So it's just whoever wants to fight, probably. Liko has better range and control. It's just a fact. All right, well, you guys can figure this out <laughs> on your own time. Uh, we should get this down to the track. Uh, and they take you and the Sand Sailor down to the track. And they take you basically to the edge of the Enclave. And maybe it's because you were so tired from your drug trip. But you didn't see that there is a entire band of sand around the entire Enclave. It goes all around the city. But it doesn't come back to where you're standing. And so Meller and him be like, maybe they see you looking at that. And they're like, oh, it actually, uh, so it starts here and it goes pretty much all around the city. And then it starts snaking through tunnels that have been here for generations that fork. And uh, I mean, I don't even think we've explored them all. There, there are tons of ways to go through those tunnels to get back out to the exit. And to the finish line. So how are we going to navigate those? Uh, pinpoint accuracy, my friend. You I'm have that, I right? Improved, or, yeah, well, I improved the turning radius, so we should have it. Look, Han and I will take care of the steering. You guys just stop other people from taking us out. Oh. They'll be you know perfect to together. Sharp turns. They have great communication. Good. You're going to need it. Thank you, Ren. That's a for communicating that. You're welcome. Is communication going to be important? I, I said don't it was. know. It's, it's very important. It is very stressful out there when you're driving. You need to be oh, able to communicate. Oh, it's just like a stressful situ situation? Yeah, yeah but like... Okay, all right. Now, we don't know how to not be in those, actually. <laughs> we do better yeah. not communicating in those situations, actually. Just saying. Yeah, things have worked out. All right, Mostly. well. We'll leave the sand sailor here. And you've got all day tomorrow to prepare. And then 
the day after that is the big race. So come hang. Um, if you want, you can come hang out with us tomorrow. We'll probably just be getting our heads in the game. Gotta gotta get our heads in the game. Is there a practical advantage to that? Or do you just want uh, us to hang the, out? Oh, no. Uh, no. Okay. We just would like to get like to know you bonding? more. Yeah, team oh. bonding. You guys seem weird. We kind of like that. Mm-hmm. Are we weird? I don't know. I only know you guys, really. I lived in a swamp. I don't really talk to a lot of kids my age, so I don't know what's normal. The people we met in the swamp were weird. Those are my people. Do you guys have cat gator stew here? No, no, we do not. I've never even heard of that. What? What is that? No, oh, never mind. Well, it's weird because it doesn't have cat gator in it. I don't know why they say that it does or call it that, but it doesn't actually have cat I don't know. You guys are nuts. <laughs> Yes, please come over. We want more of this. <laughs> uh, and uh, you all head your separate ways. I don't know what you end up doing. But the scene kind of fades, and you've got some time tomorrow to figure out what you want to do. The camera goes to black, and it comes back up on a dark hallway. There are a couple of like eerie green lights along the hallway and it is silent and then we just hear slow plodding footsteps down the hallway and they get louder and louder and louder until past the camera we see Rosa Longshire watch walking down this hallway and the camera keeps following him as he walks down and then Rosic stops and he looks to his left and the camera keeps coming up to him and it zooms and pans to the left and we see chained up against the wall now Zal Launcher long scraggly hair unkempt beard well 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 look what the cat get attracted and we will see you next week Man, I was like, no, not not another one. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> We're spacing them out, you know. Wow. <laughs> you guys. Highest concentration of emotionally tense conversations. How about that? Um Steve, you got any words for our listeners? I do. We are having a grand old time here at the Flying Bison Podcast, making these stories. The grandest, and and in this episode, uh, a very touching uh, time. If you love what we're doing, uh, consider supporting us. If you haven't already, uh, you can do that with the link in the show notes, uh, joining on Patreon. It's just five bucks a month at the bottom tier. That is literally the cost of a uh, Lip Smacker Lippy Pal Unicorn Flavored Lip Balm. (laughs) Oh my god. I have not actually tested this to confirm that it is lip flavored. That sounds appalling. (laughs) Uh, But if you are the sort of person to drop $5 on that, we would love for you to reconsider your ways and support us instead. That's all I got. Good. 
Wonderful. Uh, how many lifts did they need to lick <laughs> to get that <laughs> aggregate data? Oh <laughs> oh no. Chris. Well, on that yes. note, this has been the Flying Bison Podcast, and we hope you enjoyed exploring the Four Nations with us. See you next week. Bye. 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 See next week. James Earl Flying Bison Podcast is an independent podcast. If you feel like directly supporting the show, please check out our Patreon. While the Flying Bison Podcast seeks to emulate the tone of Avatar The Last Airbender, this is an improv tabletop role-playing game, and the actors may briefly depict scenes with more mature story elements. Avatar Legends is developed and produced by Magpie Games. The worlds of Avatar The Last Airbender and Avatar The Legend of Korra are property of Viacom CBS. Intro music is Dizu by Sendai. And outro music is Tokyo Funk by LATG Music. Logo and art by Kate and Matthew Menke. You can find more of their work at pomican.com. Link in the show notes. <laughs>